Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode number 48 of the Fiduciary You podcast. It has been a while. Uh, it's been a number of months since I've released an episode, uh, decided to take the summer off. My oldest son, Caleb, uh, is a competitive golfer and has been uh, was going through the rec- recruiting pro- process and playing at tournaments all over the country this summer, and I decided to uh, prioritize uh, that time spent with him. So I was all over the country watching him play golf. Uh, Luckily, it worked out. He uh, just signed with the University of Delaware, so that's where he'll be going to play golf next year, so kudos to Caleb. But I am excited to be back uh, and get back into the groove with the Fiduciary You podcast. Many of you I've talked to have been asking me when a new episode's coming out, so I'm really excited about today's episode with Justin Tarrington, who's the president of Vinrollment. Many of you who are retirement advisors, uh, you've probably heard of Vinrollment. You may very well use Vinrollment. If you don't, Uh, and you're a retirement plan advisor, you probably should. Uh, It's a great platform to scale uh, participant engagement and uh, the enrollment process. I had met Justin and the founder of uh, Enrollment, Phil Fogley, uh, who's a very good advisor, down at the Ascensus Conference uh, in the fall of 2022, and we were next to each other and we were both demoing our products for um, uh, a census advisor partners and in between sessions we just hit it off love what they're doing um, uh, think it's actually a really great fit for what i do in fiduciary rx as part of the tech stack for advisors and so i'm excited that justin's going to be on the episode today and we're going to talk about uh, their product their platform we're going to talk about the retirement plan industry we're going to talk about uh, what advisors need to do when they think about their tech stack and how do they scale. So uh, I think you're in for a good one. And uh, uh, thanks so much for uh, listening to the show. And with that, uh, I hope you enjoy episode number 48 with Justin Tarrington, president of Vinrollment. Justin, welcome to the Fiduciary You podcast. I am super excited for you to be on the show today. Thanks, Josh. Very, very happy to be here and very excited to, uh, to have the conversation with you here. We're going to spend time talking about what kind of kindred spirits with Vinrollment and Fiduciary <laughs> and then this kind of fintech game for advisors. Um, we know kind of the highs and the lows and the challenges. And, and um, you and I originally met, um, you, Phil, and I met down at the Ascensus Conference uh, for their elite advisors uh, last fall. Yep. We, um, we were both booth babes. Um, I'm not yeah. sure if I would describe the two of us like that, looking at, uh, looking at, yeah. at, at both of us, but, um, we were actually right next to each other and, um, I'd never heard of enrollment. I don't think you'd ever heard of fiduciary X. And we just in between sessions nope. got to talking and kind of, you know, uh, have hit it off and, and have built a good friendship, but also, um, you know, I'm very appreciative. I know you speak highly of Fiduciary RX and, and I sing the praises of uh, Vinrollment as well. So we're going to talk about a lot today. Um, looking forward to it. But maybe a good place to start is why don't you just really quickly, what is um, what is Vinrollment? Yeah, sure. Um, well, again, thanks for thanks for having me here. Um, so what is Venrollment? So we are in the market today as a participant engagement platform. I also kind of like to think about it as a, as a super communication tool um, for advisors to be able to connect with their plan participants at scale. 
Um, we do that through a most pr predominantly video. Um, we also give advisors the ability to be able to put, you know, PDFs on a, on a, on a, on a site, um, uh, per pertinent plan links. So we, we basically give advisors the ability to create a micro site that's, that's, that's branded to their plan to allow them to communicate at scale. And, you know, I, I got to say, I think you guys have solved, um, I don't know, back when I had my firm as well, you know, um, participant education um, was highly perceived by plan sponsors, um, but it was just very cumbersome to deliver. Um, you know, it, 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 we did it because we had to, frankly, not always because we wanted to, because you had to send resources out. You had to dedicate resources. They're out of the office. They had to travel. They had to spend all day in a conference room meeting with people and, you know, providing presentations and doing one-on-ones. And like I said, very, very highly perceived by clients, but probably the least profitable thing that we, we, we did. And, and I think what you guys have built is kind of genius, the ability to be able to um, take kind of those heavy lift um, uh, services, if you will, and make them so much more, uh, so much more efficient. So how did the, the idea of enrollment originally kind of come to fruition? Yeah, so um, it was actually uh, created by an advisor. So I always like to say we were created by an advisor for advisors, kind of like you know what you're doing, Josh. Right? Same same kind of concept. Um, so founder of the of enrollment is Phil Fogley. Phil's a Phil's an advisor out here in the uh, in the Philadelphia area. Um, <clears throat> he you know he's got a, a design background and a and a, he's got a graphic design background and a computer and computer science background from Syracuse. It just so happens that he works in the financial services industry or in, or in the retirement space. Um, and he, 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 was, he was, had some pain points that he was experiencing with his plans. Um, he was growing his business pretty rapidly. And um, he you know, had a pretty, pretty small team. And it was really just a matter of figuring out how to, how to scale his, his practice. But also on top of that, it was really just trying to figure out how to, how to be able to get in front of people without having to be there all the time. Um, so we actually had a defense contractor, uh, was a big client of his, um, and he would go there, he had to go there quarterly for in-person meetings, um, enrollment meetings. And, um, half the time he couldn't even get in, couldn't get past security, was taking up too much of his time. Um, and he said, all right, you know, how, how can I find a way to, 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 to get around this without having to devote all this wasted time that I'm, that I'm experiencing today? Um, cause like you couldn't even get in front of him half the time. So. Um, with, you know, he, the first thing he did was he said, all right, let me do it with video. Um, so he created a video. I think he used a service called Flimp at the time and, um, it was expensive, you know, create the enrollment video, put it together, but, you know, it was, it was, it, that it wasn't very scalable. Um, so he would, you know, if, if contribution limits change, you have to go and get the video edited. So it ended up costing a decent amount of money over the course of time. Um, so he had another client that was kind of where he was kind of experiencing the same thing. Um, and he said to himself, all right, how can I do this at scale? So given his background, he said, let me just create a video. Let me throw some software around it. There's only so many variables in the retirement plan space. And when, in, you know, in terms of putting together a plan, although we, we, <laughs> our, our, our viewpoint has changed on that now, uh, given that we've been doing this for a few years, but um, only so many variables. 
Um, so he spun up, you know, spun up the software, spun up a video, and that was kind of the birth of enrollment. Um, and now that's obviously changed a lot. You know, the, the we we went from being just a video to now being a whole platform. Um, so you know, we're obviously giving you the ability to create an explainer video that's core to the product that you know lets you walk. You know, that gives you the ability to walk all of your plans through all the all the provisions of their plans as a customized video. And then in conjunction with that, um, as you mentioned, we do have education content in there now. Um, it's white labeled. It's branded to the plan. Um, you know, can put all the all the pertinent information related to the plan in one spot. And then you can also put your own your own content up there. Um, so that's kind of how it birthed, and that's kind of like the maturation process of of, of where to, of where we are today. Necessity is the mother of invention. Um, it's funny being in the <laughs> Mid Atlantic. Right. I, I had a number of defense contractor clients as well. And it's interesting that that was kind of the pilot or the use case because it is hard. A lot of times those employees actually aren't on site of their, you know, they're not at the, the, the corporate office. They're actually on site at a client. And so um, yeah. trying to corral everybody and get everybody to kind of be there is really, really tough. So it's just interesting having worked with those types of companies. I know the challenges that that, um, that that presented. And so um, where, where and, and then um, I, I assume that Phil was kind of like, well, if I'm having this issue, then other advisors are having this issue. Like where did the idea to say, hey, instead of just um, using this for myself, like I'm going to turn this into a, you know, a product for other advisors, how'd that come about? Yeah, sure. So I think he kind of thought about it, thought about that right off the bat. It was okay. Let me create this for myself, and 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 like you said, if it's if if it if it works for if it works for just me, then I'm going to have a really expensive tool that I'll be able to utilize in the market. Um, but if not, then I'm going to have something that could be valuable to a lot of advisors in the, in, in the industry. Um, so we went out there and he got some feelers. He got some interest. Um, we had a couple of early partnerships that really kind of helped drive it. Um, help us get interest in the market, um, and it kind of just it, it kind of just you know built up organically that way. Um, you know the company went, went you know we were <clears throat> we were LLC in, in you know twenty twenty in twenty seventeen. Um, took a couple of years to really build it and kind of get get a feel for it and get some product market fit as as you know as well. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you know let's call it early twenty twenty you know call it early twenty twenty one. I don't know where time time goes here. Um, came on and and or, you know Phil kind of just we did we did a one big enhancement to the platform, and then um, once that happened, got a got a pretty big um, contract with a with a with a rare keeper, um, and then it was you know it's time to kind of. And that was kind of affirmation that there was that there right. was you know a place in the market for us. I um, mean, I bet COVID so probably. I, I bet COVID in some ways helped you guys just because of the lack of ability to kind of get in, even if you wanted to do in-person education, you couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, COVID definitely helped with that, um, hands down. So there was definitely some, uh, some, some, some things that, that fell our way, uh, with COVID, um, as, as tough as that sounds, but, um, yeah, COVID definitely helped because it was, it was, you know, Finding time to do in persons and finding time to educate um, was always difficult. But then, when you literally couldn't do it in person, then there was really no no other way to do it than through Zoom meetings and and things of that nature. So, 
um, that really helped us carve out uh, another layer, another layer of value um, in the market as a result right. of, of the constraints that could put on it. So, and um, then, I mean, you yeah, run, so you, you run day to day at Venrolment. So yeah. what, what's kind of like, what's been your kind of career arc? Where, where do you kind of come from? Yeah. So, um, I am not from the retirement space. Um, I have a, I have a traditional capital markets background. So I did some banking stuff uh, for most of my career. And then I'm a retirement advisor and I'll never, you know, I'll never try to pretend that I, that I am or was. But when I looked at the enrollment right off the bat, just having some, you know, just being a person that had a retirement plan, being a participant, mm-hmm. um, I looked at it and said, man, I didn't even know there was an advisor, to be honest. I just thought my advisor was Fidelity. Um, and I would love to have had this at my pre, my last two companies because I hadn't. I, every time I had to try to find an answer to a question, it, I would just go down a rabbit hole trying to talk to the right person. and could never get there. Um, so when I looked at that, I was like, "Wow, this is this is pretty pretty awesome." Um, so that's kind of how the the whole thing consummated. Here I am. So I uh, came over in uh, um, <clears throat> came over in um, you know early twenty twenty two. So I've been here for you know about you know, doing going on you know about two years now. Um, so it's been a, it's, it's, it's been, it's been fun. That's awesome. I mean, if I still had an advisory practice, I mean, I, I honestly, enrollment would be a absolute no brainer. Um, and it, it's not, you know, in, in some ways I think about it, it's not like, uh, you know, it's not a kind of a binary, you either use enrollment or you do, you know, um, education in person, it's really still can be a both and an end. You do both, but using yeah. the enrollment really is the tip of the spear. I think one of the challenges, you know, advisors, the advisor mindset is always, you know, um, kind of let me roll my sleeves up and let me do this. But, you know, one of the biggest yeah. challenges, and I think a lot of advisors, and, and that's part of the value prop of fiduciary RX as well, is, you know, um, advisors need to get smarter about leveraging investments in technology. And I've talked about this a lot on the podcast a lot, um, wrote an article about it in, uh, you know, 401k specialist is that, you know, the advisor of the future, especially if you're maybe a smaller advisor, if you're an independent advisor, um, you need to start making technology your next hire and um, ways that you can focus on highest and best use of time, that you can be more scalable, you can be more efficient, you can be more profitable. And like I said, education was one of the probably least profitable things that we did just because it required a ton of heavy lifting. And so, you know, I think I think Van Roman, again, is is you know, as one of the tools in the toolbox that advisors really, the advisor of the future needs to be forward thinking. They need to stay and be focused on staying two steps ahead of the game. But I think also thinking about as I'm building my tech stack or my tech toolbox, what are the, what are the tools that I use, you know, um, to get the job done when necessary? And, and, you know, for many clients, that kind of tip of the spear, you know, enrollment that's you know probably for a good number of for a good number of um 
a lot of employees, like that's kind of all they need, or that's the most effort they're going to put forth. They, they, they have busy lives. It's going to be hard to get in front of them. And so leading with that as this is how we're going to use this as the tip of the spear to kind of make sure it touches everybody. And then those employees that self-select and want to engage, you know, in more of maybe a one-to-one fashion, we're there, but kind of resequencing instead of like, hey, we're going to go out you know, to them, that's where we're going to start using Venrollment as the starting point. And then kind of level two, when people need one-to-one help, they still have me there as the advisor. Well, I'm not naive enough to say, you know, Venrollment is going to replace the in-person meeting. I, I, I don't think that's ever going to happen. There's still a lot of value um, with it, you know, with being able to connect with people in person. But I, I think from a participant, participant perspective, um, the attendance is just not there like it used to be um, pre-COVID. So the question is, if you get a you know fifty percent of your participants um, coming to a meeting, how do you touch the other fifty percent? Um, especially with especially with sponsors really making that a main area of focus for the value that the advisor is delivering. Um, you know, I mean, I, I just I do try to read up on some retirement surveys and keep my keep myself in the game. Um, you know, I think Fidelity came out with 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 a with a survey that said, you know, fifty seven percent of sponsors are looking to leave their current advisor just due to lack of 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 you know com- communication and engagement and connectivity with the participant base. So, how else are you going to touch the participant base um, if you're doing in persons? Attendance is down at the in person meeting. What else do you have? Um, so that's really where Ben Rollman comes in. It, it's it's a perfect fit for that. Or, you know, the, the platform does, it kind of, like you said, right, it, it gives you the ability to be able to get something very easy, streamlined, clean, um, you know, basic content education in front of the participant, um, you know, without having to really spend a lot of time and also um, without having to get them in person. Um, so that's really, that is really, the, you know, the, the beauty, the, the beauty of the platform. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think in thinking about I know the way that I always used to look at it was, um, and some people will fight this, but I think the data is, you know, the data is pretty clear, you know, education presentations where you get everybody kind of in the break room and, you know, you talk about, I mean, asset allocation and, um, you know, savings rates, like it just doesn't move the needle. It's not invaluable. Um, in terms of like employee experience, but it doesn't move the needle. And so separating out like education, right? You can do that at scale. You can provide that content at scale and then keeping your resources for advice meetings. And, and most firms now aren't even doing advice meetings on site anymore. It's, you know, how do we do this virtually? You know, it's pretty easy that, yeah. you know, yeah. people can sign up for a Calendly and hop on Zoom and, you know, get those 15 or 20 minute, very personalized discussions. I mean, I think you would agree that Venrollment isn't delivering personalized information, you know, unique to every participant through the platform. It's, it's this kind of education at, at, you know, more at scale of, 
yep. information everybody needs to know. But when somebody has an individual question that pertains to them and, and their unique situation, that's when they can seek out the help of an advisor on a one-to-one basis. And I think that's you know what most advisors would say. I don't think advisors love standing in the front of the room and you know, delivering kind of the canned presentation over and over and over again. And so, again, just going back to advisors, separate out education, kind of information for people versus advice Mm -hmm. that is going to be personalized. But I think one of the other things, too, like you said, you know, it's not only about communication from the advisor to the plan sponsor or even to participants. That's part of it. But I think more and more companies, it's all about their brand, right? They want to be, you know, I think most companies, I know I had clients that, you know, struggled at times, um, you know, to be an employer of choice, they would offer these great benefits. And a lot of times the benefits were either um, they weren't taken advantage of, or, you know, the employee didn't know the extent of the benefits. They kind of didn't know what, you know, they didn't know how good they had it. And so the ability to deliver a branded experience on a plan by plan basis, I think that's a really big win there as well. Going to the plan sponsors saying, and I think this is a winning pitch, we're going to put your benefits brand front and center in front of your, you know, in front of your people. And I think you know, have you seen uh, just in terms of, of that, is that something that is um, highly valued by plan sponsors, the fact that they're kind of front and center, not some third party? Yeah, I mean, I, we hear we get the feedback all the time. Um, the, the you know, the, the, the sponsors want a white labeled solution. Um I know there's a lot of there's a lot of third party information going into in, into plans, right? Predominantly through the record keeper, and you know, and the record keeper information is 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 important. Um, there's some really nice tools out there, and the technology is 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 some technology is really good. Um, so I'm not trying to to hammer the record keeper, um, you know, tech at all with the record keepers in general. But um, the the you know most what we hear is that most sponsors want a white labeled solution. Um, you know, that's, that's driven by the advisor. That's all organized in one place, right? So, um, you know, we, we give you the ability to take the sponsor logo, you drop it in the platform. We have a bunch of different color palettes. You can make it look all, all branded. Um, but, you know, that's really what we hear from our advisor base that, that, the, that the sponsor wants. They want, a, they want a white labeled solution, um, a place that's, that has their logo on it. Some even in, in, in some cases, some will even, you know, I've, I've been on calls with some sponsors where advisors have looped me in um, where they have said, hey, you know, I've been I've actually been trying. I've actually been looking for something like this for mm-hmm. a long time. Um, so it's amazing that you, that, you know, that we're actually getting it through our advisor um, and, you know, jokingly saying, hey, I'm going to actually kind of say that I helped drive this and get it here because this is, you know, it's it's got our it's got a logo on it. It's it's right. it's really showing me it's showing it's it's the sponsor saying hey you know look what I've kind of helped I'm giving this solution to you to make it easy to find you know all your all, all the information around your plan get you some education put everything in one spot and make it easy for you to to you know get involved with the plan um, but on top of that I'm gonna you know kind of let you know that I, I had a lot to do with it because of how right. clean and how 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 good it was yeah you know it, it, the the real secret is you know um, you can be a hero to clients by helping them be a hero 
to their people or, you know, to the people they report to, right? Hey, look at this yep. great job I yep. did bringing in the solution and what it right. offers. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you make your, your clients a hero, either that's, you know, the people you deal with internally. So they're, you know, looked upon with kind of respect or they get a, you know, a nice pat on the back, you know, from their manager, or you make the company a hero to their people. That's one of the things that, that I always was trying to focus on is how do I make, you know, my committee, how do I make my client a hero to their people? It's a, it's a winning, um, it's a winning solution. And I think for advisors as well, you know, I just think what you said earlier, it's the first time I'd heard you say that, which I thought was really interesting was when you first met with Phil and you started to see the product, you're like, I didn't even know I had, there was an advisor to my plan. I thought it was Fidelity. And so just in thinking about that, I mean, the reality is there's kind of an arms race for content and education and all of that and everybody provides it. But as the advisor, you know, do you want, you know, your client and the people who work for your client you know, do you want to be an afterthought? Do you want to not even know in some cases that you even exist? Um, because they're thinking about, you know, when they think of the 401k plan, they think of Vanguard or they think of Fidelity or they think of Empower, or they think of Principal. You know, you want to put yourself in a position where, you know, people are thinking of you. That's how you, that's how you kind right. of avoid getting replaced um, from that perspective. Right. So, um what and, about and there's there's there, there's a lot of there's a lot of residual benefit. Not, I didn't mean to cut you off, Josh. But there, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of residual benefits with that too, right? I mean, outside of just what you're speaking to, totally. I mean, that's 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 a really you're keeping yourself in front of that of in front of the sponsor, um, keeping you keeping you top of mind. But I mean, outside of that, you're really, you're getting in front of the of the participants as well. Um, right. We've had advisors say, "Hey, I've gotten referrals from participants because they actually knew who I was. My face was." You know, we we give you the ability to also drop in your own custom video content in there. So we're always saying, hey, you know, at a minimum, you have our platform, which is powerful. But if you can just get your face, get your name, get your brand out there in a quick video, drop it in our platform and kind of have that front and center goes a long way. I mean, we've gotten feedback from advisors saying, hey, you know, I've got referrals um, to the platform just because I was saw my face, saw my name. We connected. You can actually schedule a meeting directly with the advisor right to the platform as well. So um, got referrals that way. And then on the cross sell, you had mentioned this earlier, just advice meetings. Um, we have a lot of advice meetings happening as a result of the platform. You know, the platform gives you, gives advisors the ability to be able to mine all the participants across all your plans. Um, so, you know, drop a Calendly link right, right in there and have, have um, you know, schedule, schedule meetings right there. So definitely top of mind, that is top of list. Um, but also, you know, the residual benefits of that personalization. Um, residual benefits of that branding on the right. uh, on the advisor side when it comes to just new business as well as on the cross sell. Right. You know, I know one of the things you've mentioned before. Maybe maybe talk a little bit about this is um, just kind of the small plan market or the micro market. You know, most likely where you know you're not going to be able to charge you know the same level of advisory fees. Like, how does enrollment enable advisors to um, kind of target the small market and to do so profitably. That's really, that's, that's really the yep. key It's how do you do it profitably? Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously there's, there's a massive focus on the small plan market, um, you know, just with the state mandates and, 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 and also from, you know, advisor perspective of, 
how do we attack this and do it in a way that it makes sense as well? You know, makes sense for all of our clients, but also for us too. So um, there's there's the, the one gap that we're hearing is, hey, I, I, I know I can go out and sell it and I can use a pep or I can come up with my own mid-market, you know, my small market product. Um, but the question that everyone really goes to is how do we service these at scale? Because we're going to be bringing a lot of them in. What, what do we do to service them? We can't hire staff. Um, we can't incur too much, you know, we can't take up more of our time of, of our current staff. Um, and then, you know, how do, you know, if, and, and um, how are we going to scale it with just the people that we have? So um, the enrollment's a real nice solution for that, right? Um, we give you the ability to, again, you're going to be able to create this platform that's going to have all, it's going to be white labeled. It's going to have all the provisions in there and, um, you know, all, all the education, you know, that, that you want to be able to either use our education or upload drone education. And you can just do it right in one platform and kind of say, hey, you know, as part of our offering, we're going to give you, you know, we're going to help you know, put the plan together. But we're, then we're also going to give you this service tool um, that's going to you know, help your participants get educated on everything. Um, and we'll keep them up to date with, with, with content and, and education. So um, it's become it, we've had a lot of conversations now about, you know, uh, you, you know, how we can be a void, how we can fill that void. Right. That pain point of how do we scale this? How do we service it? Um, you know, in some cases, you know, there's, there's advisors who are talking about just in kind of incorporating it and, in, in, you know, into the offering, um, you know, there's been some conversations about coming up with different sort of, of fixed, fixed packages to be able to, to incorporate, you know, fixed cost packages to be able to incorporate us in there. Um, so it's, it's a real economical way to be able to, you know, go out there and help service those plans without having to bring on a lot more fixed costs internally. Yeah, anything you can do as an advisor, right? The 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 goal isn't to do um ten things, ten 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 of the same things ten times over, right? It's to do it once right. and then use it many times. And and so like yes. you know, instead of creating scalability, Josh, that's it's all about scale. Yeah. It's all about it's it's all yeah. about scalability and growth and scalability aren't the same thing. Like you can grow, but if yeah. Every time you grow, you know, you bring on X number of clients like, oh, now I got to go hire another enrollment specialist or education specialist. Yep. You got to find those people. You got to convince them to come work with you. You got to pay them. You got to train them. You got to manage them. And so, yep. um, you know, I really see this as kind of a, you know, I see it as a, um, you know, a way to, to, you know, to differentiate. I see it as a way to deliver service at scale, you know, you mentioned kind of that small plan market. I'm hearing from more and more advisors that have started to really go after the startup plan market and doing it at a, you know, hey, we're going to charge you five grand, six grand a year, and this is what you're going to get. And just whether it be because of mandates or, you know, there's, there's, um, there's a lot of, you know, I know a number of advisors who have a ton of success doing that. And that's all well and good. I mean, a five to six thousand dollar a year fee could either be wildly unprofitable or wildly profitable, depending upon how you scope out service delivery. And I can tell you, it'll be wildly unprofitable if you're making five grand a year and now you got to send somebody out on site for a day or two days um, to do education. So it seems to me that that's really kind of a no brainer from that perspective. Is is um, incorporating this as kind of a deliverable, um, as a deliverable to kind of 
you know, to be able to meet that market or to be able to add value, maybe when, you know, your fees are, are, you know, lower than you want to be. The worst thing you can do is, you know, to give a lot of kind of, um, to over service smaller revenue clients, you're going to suck up your profitability in, you know, in a heartbeat. So that's interesting with kind of the small plan market. I hadn't really thought about that, but being able to kind of, you know, being able to kind of, um, you know, deliver this. And the nice thing is I think about it too, the small, like the, the, like the startup market is an example. What's nice about that is, and why I think there's, you know, more and more opportunities, certainly driven by mandates and whatnot, but you know, you don't have to dislodge another advisor in the startup plan market, right? They don't have a plan. They don't know what the experience looks like. They don't know if it's good or bad. They haven't worked, you know, they don't have another advisor that they've worked with or that you got to go through the long sales cycle to try to dislodge and undo relationships. Um, and so um, if I was going after that market, I think Venrolment absolutely would be in, you know, would be in the toolbox. And just, you know, and I, I, I know kind of, you know, maybe I don't want to put you on the spot too much, but like, how do you guys do pricing? Um, you know, is it like per plan pricing? Are there blocks of plans? Um, what's kind of the range and, and feel free to say, I'll take a pass on it. But like, what do you see yeah. as kind of like the range per plan, you know, um, that it costs to deliver enrollment? Yeah. So it's, it's, I would say it's, it's a, it's a complicated question. Um, it just, it's, it's, so we have our pricing model today where we sell, you know, chunks of, let's say we have, we sell, we have a 50 plan package and a hundred plan package. And, um, you know, we have a retail price on that. And then I think what we'll, you know, the way that we're kind of thinking about it is, you know, or the way that we do it is, you know, the more you buy, the more economical right. that, that price per plan gets. Um, so if, you know, in the, if, if we think about this from just an enterprise perspective and kind of how I'm thinking about, you know, the small plan market as well from an enterprise perspective, um, you know, depending on how many plans they are, we can, we can get, to, we can get it to be pretty, you know, pretty economical. Um, so the, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of how we have our pricing model, right? We had do, cause we do have some independents come in and just say, Hey, I'm 50 plans or I have 30 plans, you know, what's our price on that? And we have a market rate for that. And then, um. You know, as as the, the bigger you get, the more you scale your business. Right. Um, you know, the better price, the better per plan price we can get. Sure. But I mean, I I kind of you know, um, I wouldn't think, you know, I want to kind of walk a fine line here, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think advisors should reach out from a, you know, just to find the cost when you really break it down on a per plan basis. Um, yeah. It's not much. Um, it's, it's, it's not more than I would say, you know, the average advisor kind of what their hourly rate is. It, it, it might be an hour, two hours at most. Think about how much time you spend. Um, and that, that's what I mean when you really start to think about, um, you know, and, and not the kind of the enterprise where maybe they're bringing on thousands of plans. But if I have 50, if I have 30 plans or 40 plans, I'm telling you that the, the cost to license it is not much. It's, I guarantee you, you're spending way more money 
of your time trying to educate participants than being able to leverage a technology platform to do it. Guaranteed. Yeah. To, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm glad you feel that way as well. So, I mean, if you, like, let's just, I, I will throw the numbers out there, right? So if you're just an advisor and you just come off the, you know, just come, you call us out of the blue and you say, Hey, I want to buy a 50 plan package. You're looking at about 90 bucks a plan, right? That's for the year. So, the year. um, I don't know, you know, you, yeah, for the year, right? So, um, you know, it's, so that's, you know, it's 90 bucks a plan for you looking at 4,500 bucks for 50, for 50 plans. Um, so, you know, you, you, you know, you, you have, you have the advisor experience here, right? So, um, how many hours is, is, is 90 bucks? It's, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's nothing. If you're, <laughs> you know, if you're the advisor yeah. doing it, you know, you're going to spend more than 90 bucks on your drive to meet with the client. I'm telling you like that is, um, and it, you know, it's funny to me sometimes advisors, like I always say that they, you know, they'll spend a dollar to pick up a nickel. Like they just, sometimes they don't understand that. Like, what's the, what's the value you really need to know the value of your time. And then now you can start to say, okay, where do I want to focus my highest and best, you know, my highest and best use. I mean, even if you think, you know, let's just say you've got an education person. I'm just doing some back of the math here. Um, you know, let's say you're paying that person. You're probably paying that person. I don't know, on the low end, probably thirty bucks an hour. On the high end, you're probably paying them more, like I don't know, fifty bucks an hour, sixty bucks an hour, depending upon. Like um, that doesn't even factor in. You know benefits and overhead and technology all you know um you know we we used to use probably somewhere around a um a factor of like i would say i don't know 100 like 20% 25% um over whatever we paid so if we paid somebody a hundred grand a year, we were probably, it really probably cost us, I don't know, 120, 125, 130. When you factored in everything we had to do, you know, healthcare and retirement and, you know, um, you know, subscriptions and all of that. So when you really think about that at, at kind of 90 bucks, um, and let's just say you're, you're, you're paying somebody, you know, when all said and done, it's 40 bucks an hour. Um, that's what their kind of, you know, unit of cost is to the firm. You know, it's essentially two hours a year. I mean, that's literally in a lot of cases going to be travel time. And that's why I say it's like a no, like, that's why I say it's like a, I don't know how you haven't captured every advisor in America at, at you know, at this point. It's, it's I, funny because we, you know, guys, I, what kind of, let me come sell for you guys, man. I, I, I'll sell the heck out of this. I'll, you know, I saw the I mean, heck you're, out you're of already doing a great job today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just think it's funny. It's a no-brainer. No, I, 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 we really appreciate it. You know, I, I appreciate all the support. Um, you know, we uh, that's the one thing you hear now. So we, we, you know, you can we have an analytics platform in our, in, in the software, so you can track who's looking at what, and you can track engagement, and you can track you know unique visitors, and there's really ways to to, to kind of ROI it if you want. 
the one thing that advisors say is, is they have the, they have the toughest time of ROI, but they know it's probably one of the big value props, if not the biggest, exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah. just the time savings. Not having to do one, if, if you can say, hey, you know, we've had advisors say, hey, I used to have to go to this, go to my client four times a year, get on a plane, go. I introduced an enrollment. I don't have to go twice now. So that's that that suffices. So, right. you know, we 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 hear those stories, but that's the one thing that I can't quantify just because we're doing back in the envelope math and trying to come up yeah, with yeah. Some, some numbers. Yeah. Um, but that seems to be one of the biggest value props that 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 you know, out of the you know, the retention and the new sales and, and things of that nature, is just the it's the time savings, the scalability, it's the increase of productivity. So you guys provide analytics within within the system as well. Who's looking at what and what we types do. of content yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, so you can actually. So I, you know, again, as I mentioned, most of our our, our platform is pretty much you know video content and PDFs and and and, and links. Um, so we have an analytics platform that lives within the software where you can track you know, how many unique visitors at a, at a plan came into the into the platform. How many times the, plaf- the the link to the platform was clicked on over the course of a period of time? How many times a video was watched? How many times a video was, wa- was watched from beginning to end? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can actually come up with a report that you can even download into a PDF. The system does it, can do it for you. That you can just deliver to the sponsor and say, "Hey, look at this extra layer of value that I'm giving you." Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm. Uh, yes, I'm still doing my in persons, and yeah, I may have cut them back a little bit, but look what this tool is doing in terms of engagement across the plan. Um, so we, we just really added, we just added that, that, that's actually a yeah. really, and I didn't know you guys did that, but being able to do that now I can go back and summarize and show to my clients. You know, one of the interesting yeah. things is I'm just kind of spitballing here, um, is, you know, now I can maybe go back and say, Hey, like we've got, you know, employees, like this is the most popular topic that they're looking at. So maybe we want to do something, maybe a little bit more one-off or maybe to the benefits team. Did you know, you know, um, who knows, maybe you do a video around like emergency savings or something like that, some education and it's a high uptake being able to go back and saying, Hey, there's a lot of engagement around this. Maybe this is something that, you know, you should be looking to offer There's a lot of value in being, and, and, and let me say this, like for all the listeners, like, I do not get paid by Vinrollman. I just think it's a pretty. I think it's a. <laughs> I think it's a pretty legit product. Uh, so yeah, I maybe maybe I should point that out. There's no economic benefit that I get, um, but I do know that if I was still an advisor, like this would be one of the tools in the toolbox. And you know, you may have some clients where, you know, maybe there's not a lot of you know. Um, maybe there's not a ton of engagement. And if that's the case, like the plan's not any worse off for it, or you don't have to go back and show kind of the analytics, you know, there, there's, there's the, you can kind of use it selectively as necessary. Um, what, are, what are you guys doing? I know you had mentioned when we were kind of prepping for the call as well, obviously Vin Roman's focused on retirement, but um, kind of what's the bigger vision? Like, it sounds like you guys are starting to work on maybe on the, the, the health benefit side as well, or that's kind of on your roadmap. Like, where do you see enrollment going from here? Yeah. So, um, 
we're obviously focused on retirement. Um, that's 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 the bread and butter. That's the baby right now. But um, the the vision for the company is really to create a platform um, that is going to be a one stop shop for a summary of all your benefits. Um, so that with you know staying within that vision, um, the next thing for us is is, is, is healthcare benefits. So um, medical, dental. Um, vision um, and you know short-term, long-term disability, life, and um, other ancillary. So um, we are in the in the in the late stages of of working to get that to get that product out. Um, and the goal is to have something you know really commercial in the market by the end of Q1, um, early Q2 at the latest. So um, it's it's it, that that is that is the next step. Um, everything just in in one place. That's going to be really easy for employees just to open up. And be able to find anything they need. How would that work? Let's say, um, let's say I'm the retirement advisor and I don't do employee benefits, but yeah, my client wants to be able to leverage because you obviously don't want probably two enrollment site like products that people have to employees yeah. have to log on to no we would we would, we would it, it's it's a, it's a good question so we would we would work with the you know we if the if the retirement advisor wants us to wants to you know connect us with the broker on the benefit side via the sponsor or however that communication one works or however that you know that that connectivity would work um we would you know be intro intro, intro to the to the broker on the benefit side um figure out the economics there and then integrate the two platforms. Um, so the goal would be then, you know, it would be, it would be just to, you know, get the connection on the benefit side and then bring the two, bring the, bring the two pieces of business together in one centralized location. And that's, again, this is really, this is preliminary thinking, you know, we're, we're trying to still, um, you, know, you know, get all this kind of framed out. Um, but, but I can at, see at you sweating. Level. I'm like putting you on the spot, bringing this up and talking about this now. Yeah, that no, you're... I mean, it's, it's, it's actually, it's, 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 it's really, it's a really good question. Um, and it, it, it's, it's stuff where it's, it's something we're still trying to flesh out a bit, but there would be a way to integrate both, uh, whether, you know, let's say you're the advisor, I'm the broker and you have it in, in the, in the, in the plan. Um, then I would just, you know, I would just come in and kind of just, you know, we make that, we make the connection and figure out a way to integrate it together. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. What what's been let, let's pivot a little bit. What what um what's been your biggest challenge as you've because you said you didn't come from the retirement side. So what's been kind of the biggest challenge for yeah. you? Um uh getting into this. Yeah. So I think um I mean it's 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 just trying to learn a new space, you know. Um and there's a lot of really smart people in this space who are really who have a lot of, you know, a lot of expertise and, um, you know, like yourself, right. You did it for a long time and you can, you can, you can, you can kind of talk me in circles around, around the retirement space. But I think for me, it's just really just trying to, to just understand, you know, what's, what are the pain points for advisors understand, you know, what are pain points for the industry? What are pain points for the sponsors and really just trying to connect them all together. Um, that's really been, that's been the, been the hardest part. Um, again, you know, for me, of enrollment, um, it, 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 it's, a, it's, it's, and you've highlighted today, it's not the hardest, it, it's, it's a, it's a pretty simple thing, but just drives a ton of, of value in itself. So being able to go out there and tell advisors why it's important, 
Um, that hasn't been that difficult, but it's really just, you know, getting, getting understanding of, of, of the space and, you know, the pain points that exist um, in the industry and then being able to kind of connect it all together. It's, it's been, it's been a little bit of a challenge, you know, yeah. um, but Everyone's been great, you know. I meet meet a lot of a lot of great people along the way, like yourself, who who help educate me. And also, it's great that you know Phil is is here, you know, and he's an advisor and he's got his expertise and um, great at what he does. Um, so that's also been a really you know, having him as a as a support system has has, has been great um, as well. So um, it's still every day just trying to get up and just trying to be able to connect it all. Fun though, you know, having it, a good time. It 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 is interesting, like. <laughs> The concept is simple, but the yeah. implementation is complex. Um, it's and funny it's, when yeah, I was an advisor, yeah. a lot of times I would think, I'd be like, why couldn't this tool do this? Or why couldn't this tool do that? And I don't think I had a full appreciation for now being kind of on the other side. Um, and, you know, there's <clears throat> certain, there are certain things that seem like they should be easy to do that yeah. Um, yeah. technically are just yeah. more challenging um, are more challenging than, than you think they are. And so it's given me actually a much greater yeah. kind of appreciation. Now I've really tried to focus on um, and, and to be honest with you, I think that's part of the, the advantage of newer solutions like you have or like I've built is there, we don't have a lot of the technical debt that, some you know tools that have been around for 10 15 20 years have been which makes yep. it much more kind of complex you know why things can't be done I, I i mean i don't know you know under the hood on enrollment but i know with what we've kind of built um with fiduciary rx is is um we have an advantage we don't have a lot of technical debt that just a lot of legacy stuff um which makes it easier but you know, I think the real, you know, I, I, it goes back to the value for advisors is like, you know, the real genius is when you can find simple solutions to really complex challenges. And so, um, yeah. you know, um, that's, I think, one of the things I appreciate about what you guys have built is I know I lived the life. I knew how complex and cumbersome it was. and you know, you guys have made it simple, um, a lot simpler than it actually is when you try to kind of implement it. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I, I, and that's really, I mean, you know, what are we, what are we talking about? We're talking about that we've, we had this, you know, the whole, a lot of this conversation has been around helping advisors find time and scaling and all that stuff. Um, you know, I mean, it, that's that's a that's a big part of this for us. It's a it's a, it's a really important part of it for us. Um, obviously, it's the white labeling and it's you know educating and all that stuff. And they're they're huge. They're obviously very big very big value props. But really, just making the, the advisor's life easier. Um, that's really what we're we're trying to focus on. Um, so whatever you know, we 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 think it's pretty easy to get up and running. Um, we're constantly trying to find ways to make it easier. And it's funny we we did a we did a, a, a search on or we did a search we did like a analytics review on this and I don't know how how perfect the numbers are but um, you know from the time an advisor hits create on our platform to create a plan and puts all the information in and, um, to the time they actually hit you know cr hit like, create the, the the video um, it's about right around ten minutes 
to be able to go in, have your adoption agreement out, plug everything in, put all the branding in. Um, but it's it seems like it, it it to me again not working in the space. I say, well, ten minutes I can create this whole thing, but that's still you know that's still there's, there's still ten minutes of an advisor time. You take that and you multiply it by, you know, call 30, 40, 50 plans, whatever ever whatever it may be. That's that's time. So yeah, it's saving a saving a lot, but we're out there trying to figure out how to ways we can, we can even cut that back. What can we yeah, but, do to make the process even easier? So, well, let, let me ask you this: Like, does the advisor need to do it, or could a staff member do it? Oh no, I mean, most staff members do do it. Um, you know, but it, it, it's but they're not. You could probably hire. Is, you could probably so. hire. You could probably hire an intern if you give them the info and that they could deploy it. That's another thing I would just say for advisors, like. Whatever your hourly rate is, I don't know, hundred bucks an hour, one fifty, two hundred, five hundred bucks an hour. Like, don't spend ten minutes doing like data entry. Figure out how to free. Like, if you're if if that's your hourly, there's a reason why. It's because you know you need to focus on kind of highest and best use, um, highest best use of time. And so that's the other thing I would I would say is like you know, figuring out how to kind of delegate. And again, just kind of a learning lesson for advisors. Like you don't have to do every single thing yourself. Um, I see some advisors that are really good at this. They're awesome at delegating. And I, I see others that they feel like, oh, I got to I gotta kind of do, I got to do everything. And the key to building an efficient, scalable practice is like what you need to do is focus on your highest value activities and then delegate out and outsource you know, lower value activities, lower value in terms of what your abilities are. Um, that doesn't mean that they're, they're low value, but you could have somebody, you know, you could have somebody else. Um, you have somebody else doing that. One question I did have was, um, and I don't know if you have any, if you have, if you've heard any kind of feedback, um, what's the reception like, um, like, let's say I have, like an education specialist on my team, somebody who like their job <laughs> is to go out and do these education presentations. And then I come to them and I'm like, hey, we've got this new platform we're going to leverage like Venrollment. Do you find that those folks, are they threatened by it or um, uh are you able to convince them like, hey, look, you can actually, this is going to empower and enable you to kind of accomplish the goals you're tasked with. And now maybe you can focus on, you know, you can focus on more higher, higher value activities within your own kind of responsibilities. It's a really good question. And I always think about it because, you know, if, if I speak to an advisor, if I speak to a firm where there's a setup where there is an advisor and an education specialist. Again, it's not, it, it, it's, I, to me, I, I, there's, there's not as many setups like that as I, as, as I would think. But mm. when I get, you know, interest in our product and there is an education specialist on the team, that initial call is typically the advisor and the education specialist. They get looped in into the beginning. And a lot of times if the education specialist is on that call, <laughs> the sale is actually easier. Um, because the education mm -hmm. specialist is kind of just saying, hey, I'm going out there. And it's what, what I said earlier. I'm going out there spinning my wheels trying to get in front of, of these people. I'm doing these in-person meetings, mm -hmm. but I'm still not touching enough people. 
Um, so this actually gives me the ability to be able to go out there and hit on hit those people that I'm not able to get in front of. Um, and that's a big part of their job. So it's a, it's an additional value add for them yeah. and for what they do to be able to have this. Yeah, I think uh, um, I think that's that's an interesting kind of perspective and insight, and really thinking as you know, as an advisor or a practice leader, you know, at the end of the day, it's about you know the goal is achieving outcomes, um, whether yes. it's in your practice or whether it's for clients. Usually, they're they're kind of tied together, but giving your people the tools they need to be, you know to be more successful. Um, I'd imagine you get some people yeah. who, pre- who feel um, pretty threatened. I mean, I, I, it's interesting. I was having a call with an advisor. Um, this was a number of months ago when we kind of rolled out our meeting minutes tool. And um, uh, they had a service person that they had a hard time, like, you know, with with Infiniture X, you can do min- minutes in like five under five minutes. Um, normally, that takes like yeah. I don't know thirty, forty five minutes, an hour, depending upon. And um, you know, the one person they they said like the person who's responsible for the minutes like was really kind of struggling and pushing back because they're like, well, this is just the kind of the way that I, I I you know I like to do it. And it was just interesting to me. I as I was ha- kind of having the conversation, so I'm like, okay, so that that person wants to spend an hour of their time doing something that you could give them the, the ability to do in five minutes. And I was like, don't you find that interesting? Yeah. And it just, you know, it was kind of like, just one of those things. Sometimes you really, you know, you have to get people, you know, you have to help people kind of like get on board and see how they can do things better, easier. You got to kind of make them a champion, you know, um, uh, you know, you got to you got to make that enrollment specialist a champion. This isn't a threat. This is actually a value add, you know, for you. Imagine all the things, you know, um, higher value things you could be doing, or more impactful things you could be doing if you didn't have to spend your time doing this. I mean, that was kind of my pitch. Is like, imagine what this person could be doing if they were instead of spending five an hour on something, they could do it in five minutes. Well, now they could take those other fifty five minutes and imagine the impact that it, that it could have. So I think that's just from an advisor yeah. mindset. My advice to advisors is really thinking about, um, you know, investing in technology. And obviously Justin and I, you know, we have a dog in this fight because it's what we do now. But, um, you know, looking at technology as an investment, not an expense, but then, you know, really making sure that if you're going to invest in technology, whoever's platform or product it is, it's got to get built into the workflow. Um, you know, if it's if it's just kind of a nice to have or it's not built into the workflow, it, it's not going to get, you know, it's not going to get, um, it's not going to get utilized. So. All right. So I normally wrap these up. This is I've, I've really enjoyed. Like I said, I, I, um, I feel kindredness to you just because um, from the first time we met, you know, we were sharing war stories and um, and I, I I can't you know every time we talked it was like oh my gosh I'm dealing with the same thing, um, but I think what yeah. you've done with enrollment is is pretty awesome, um, and I always like to see you know um, colleagues friends kindred spirits other people doing fintech, um, 
I love to see them be successful and I love to learn from them. And I, I can say that over the past, you know, uh, year or so of knowing you, like I've wa always walked away from our conversations being like, oh, that's a really, really good idea. So let me ask you this. Having done this yep. now and meeting and, and working with a ton of advisors, like um, when it when it when it comes to in, you know, educating employees, like what's your single best piece of advice for advisors that have that as part of kind of, you know, part of that value prop? What's the biggest lesson that you could you could you feel like give them um, when it comes to that? When it comes to when it comes to um, educating the employee base at the plans, yes. yep. <clears throat> yeah, it's a, and it it's can't a, be used. It's a, and it can't be used. In, it, it can't be used in enrollment. But just what? Yeah, what have you no, I, I'm, 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 I'm with you. Um, I think it's really getting content, stepping out. Obviously, technology in general, right? I, I still believe that you know a lot of advisors today, and you've, you, you and I have these conversations all the time have not embraced technology as much as they should have. Um, so really leveraging technology to be able to get content in front of the participants, even if it's just recorded content, I'm just, you know, using video, using different means to be able to get content um, in front of, in front of, in front of the participants um, at a regular, at a, you know, at a regular cadence. Um, so I just think, I just think that's really, you know, that, that's been something a lot of advisors just don't do. Um, that I I would recommend them doing. You're just trying to get content in front of in front of the, the employees. Um, it's not there. Awesome. So, well, where where can people go to learn more about you know be connected with you, connect with Phil, learn about enrollment? Like, where's the best yeah. place for people to find you? Sure. So you can go to our website, which is www.enrollment.com. Um, it's a you know actually we actually re we just redid our our website, so it's all. Uh, it's all it's all new and nice and clean and all all rebranded now. Um, so you can go there. You can find information about the about the product. Um, you can find our contact information. You can reach out um, to us. Happy to you know set up a call. Do whatever it is that, that you'd, you'd like for us to be able to to really connect with you um, and talk about the product more. So um, that's the best place to do it. Awesome. Well, Justin, it's been a blast. Thanks for coming on the show. Josh, thanks so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 48 of the Fiduciary You podcast with Justin Tarrington from Venrollment. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as always, uh, head over to Amazon, buy one of my two books, Fixing the 401k or The Fiduciary Formula. If you're going to pick one, I'd recommend Fiduciary Formula. It's newer and it's just a better book overall. Um, also, if you're not using Fiduciary Rx, you should. Um, obviously, I'm a little biased in that, but I uh, would love to show you the platform if you're an advisor that's really looking to uh, take your practice to the next level and really demonstrate your value add to prospects and clients, as well as just be more efficient within your practice. So head over to www.fiduciaryworks.com, book a demo. And uh, with that, as always, thanks so much for being a loyal listener to the Fiduciary You podcast, and uh, I greatly appreciate it.